0: Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: I mentioned these comments from actor um, Michelle Yeoh recently, where she said, "Ladies, never let anyone tell you you're past your prime." And I was interested in this because I just wonder: Have you ever been told that you have effectively a best before date? Is this something you've you've ever experienced in any part or? Or, or walk a life. Evie got in touch with us. Evie is with us on the line today. Um, is it something you've experienced? Um,
2: there's, there's no
1: uh, specific incidents that
3: kind of pop out in my head, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> myself and my friends. Um, you know that I think a lot of women would have, even if it wasn't like directly. You know, there'd be the jokes and things like that, and um, that it's and like. As a millennial, like the movies that we grew up watching, was all like you know, like the main character who's a woman and it's like she's coming up to her thirties and she's not married and doesn't have kids, you know, this kind of thing, um, that that happens and that we've we've grown up watching and this kind of narrative. Um, I remember turning thirty and kind of having that internal panic, but like my thirties is, it's great. I love being in my thirties. Do you, Evie? It's, it's way better. I love being in my thirties. I'm. I have, I know more of who I am. I know what direction I'm taking. The insecurities, I, a lot of the insecurities I had in my 20s are long gone. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's class.
1: <laughs> and what, what the, 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 like, is it, is there sort of a pressure, do you think, on people that this sort of concept or the idea of being in your prime, is that a societal See.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a societal uh, construct, probably something that came from, you know, a long time ago with the whole biological clock thing. But I think the tide is turning in that regard, um, particularly the attitudes from um, women's attitudes about themselves and, and us as a as a people and and what um you know we see it all the time now that people are focusing more on themselves before they are ready to settle down on things like that. Um whereas there would have been more pressure on that before. Um and it's something that was never kind of really uh said to to men, you know. Um but yeah I think the whole con I think it's it's changing now except for like like i said it's changing amongst women in their thought processes but then you see kind of the likes of andrew tate and his ilk and this kind of thing of women don't date women past their 20s. You know, they're only kind of good for one thing. So the whole thing is really kind of laughable. Yeah, OK.
1: Yeah, it's funny, like in, in my experience, I was trying to think about this over the past few days and it's it's usually when, when the comments or the jokes or the reference to, you know, whether it's um, a best before date or, or being in your prime, yeah. it usually tends to, to be connected to kind of um, a discussion around whether you're married or have children in my experience anyway yes, and I'm, I'm similar to you 100%. in my 30s that's usually where yeah. I, I've experienced it Maureen is with us as well Evie um, have you ever been treated like this Maureen or have you ever had any comments about the sort of past your prime
2: um, i I'm, I'm listening to Evie I don't think I have um, I mean I'm 56 and um, I do remember, like, when I was in my 30s, there was there a the whole baby thing, you know, and friends and I, girlfriends were very, you know, obsessed about that. Um, I, I had, like, I'm a really late developer. I had my first child at 36, um, 36, 38, and 40. So my 40s were given over to, you know, raising children. Um, but I, see, I think older people are brilliant fun. So I think I possibly don't go looking for it. I, I don't, um, if I'm offended by it, I just kind of laugh it off. I do remember a couple of years ago being in um, the Netherlands and cycling with my daughter. She was about 16. And I did notice that every single man cycling towards us was checking her out in quite a sexual way, which really threw me. Yeah, and it. I don't think okay. I want them to be checking me out sexually. <laughs> like you know, that's my little girl there, and um, that was kind of I, I. That is when you see your children, children being checked out in a sexual way. That's uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. And um, so I mean that. So yes, I suppose I was being passed over, but I just don't like that kind of thing.
1: Anyway, th- does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, t- I t- take your point completely. G- Geraldine is with us too. Stay with us, um, Maureen and Evie, because I just want to get a couple of voices in on this as well. Have you ever been treated, Geraldine, um, like in that way, as, as though you were sort of past your prime?
4: Well, it's very interesting listening to the other two contributors. Um, I would have experienced this on, uh when I was too much younger. Um, when I got married, like I was, I'm 76, right? So when I was working and got married, it was just at the era when the ban had been lifted on married with it, working. Mm. So I was able to continue on. But then when I had uh, children, I was uh, like a, a home a home mother. And then when they went to school, I decided, right, I'll go out back out to work again. And I remember getting a job. And it was the secretary in the school. And I, they couldn't give me the job because I was 29. And they had brought in that anyone over over 29 couldn't be employed because at that stage the unemployment rate was so high they um, they were putting a ban on it. So I didn't get the job. <laughs> I was only 29. Yeah. Right? That was my first experience. Recent... Of it. But as I got older, um, again... I like I've I've just undergo all the time, and people will say to me, "Oh, you should be slowed down, or oh, you should be this." And when I reached sixty-five, I was actually still working. Now I was working in the social care section and doing, you know, fine. Mm. But I I I didn't retire because I was on project work, so I continued working up to my seventies. Now I'm still working now in a voluntary capacity. Yeah. And, I, like I, I'm on committees and they're talking about age action policy, and all I can see is putting people into silos. And like my biggest friend when I was a, when I was a, a young girl growing up was my grandmother. I loved being with her. I loved listening to her. I loved having chat with her. Now, unfortunately, she was bedridden, and I used to, on my way home from school, pop into her and have the greatest chat. Mm. No, partly she died when I was nine, but I'm—I still,
1: those are big yeah. memories. So of do you up. D- do you feel then Geraldine that yeah, like you you you've, you're kind of been treated differently nearly? Yes, as you get yes. older. And,
4: and equally, like I have a, a son who um, has a disability, and I'm been treated differently because oh, you're the mother, and you're completely treated in another different vein. And you, you, this woman thing comes into it. You're the mother. Uh, you're you're can't be trusted. You're overprotecting. You won't let like. There's a whole lot of scenarios out there in Irish society that are just need to go. Yeah, you know, just need to go. Yeah. yeah.
1: Is there is there, Maureen? Do you think is there an age that you know? Because a couple of people have been texting to say I feel I was in my prime when I was in my early thirties. Other people say it's actually their early forties. Like. Is there that sort yeah. of so called prime bracket?
2: Well see, I, I think it depends on the individual. I mean, I I think I'm kind of in my prime now because I've lots of life experiences. I've learned how I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned how to you know, to stand back in situations and um I and i I think I'm much more confident in myself, you know, and I mean you know, Evie you said that that happened in your, you know, you now, which is brilliant. In my 30s, I don't think I was. I, I think it's really taken me to get to my 50s to just, um, to get to that point. I mean, for me, having children, you know, it's extraordinary. It was wonderful. I absolutely loved it. But it takes a lot out of you. I mean, so, yeah, I, I think I am at my most
1: complete yeah. uh, now. Renee, what do you think? You've been listening to this. I agree there with Maureen as well. It is.
0: Mind. Um, like that we have so much life experience at this stage. And you know. You just feel like. I don't know. You're more e- easily able to, to cope with life. Um, and you've had all these different life experiences. You kind of don't care what people think about you anymore. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. This, this yeah. whole sense of confidence that comes like. I'm 42 now. And um I feel like I'm a different person than I was, you know, really different um, compared to my 20s or 30s. In my 30s, I was really busy um, raising kids. They're now teenagers now and I'm trying to raise them in a different way. Like, you know, I was a lot shyer when I was younger and these kids that we're raising now, they're so much more full of confidence and I think we're better able to, to build them up to be better adults.
1: So is it that yeah. you personally feel, René, that you're you're kind of at your... Happiest maybe night i
0: I think so, yeah, um I think you know as you learn and you grow, you start to understand you you look into yourself you you understand that you need to set boundaries in your life. You know, you end up having, I think, better groups of friends. They might be Mm -hmm. a lot smaller little groups. I think your friends are really important. You also set those boundaries as well with family. You just understand, I think, yourself um, a lot more and you're more willing to say yes to things but also no to things that just don't suit or don't serve you. You're a lot more likely to just um, be a lot more true to yourself, I think. And I think a lot of women, there's so much information out there as well online and they're they're making self-care much more of a priority and they're not just sitting back perhaps like what our mothers uh, would have done and kind of just taken perimenopause or menopause and just let it slap them in the face you know they know exactly what's happening now and they what they're doing is they're recognizing those symptoms and you know doing all the self-care like making sure their nutrition is better or exercise definitely stress management i best. think yeah. is important yeah and you know they'll talk to their doctor and see if hrt just happens to be right for them or they might t- take supplements to do it but you know um they're feeling better they're also following people that they can really um resonate with online you know it could be someone that's into interiors or someone that's mm. into fashion i think the whole fashion thing you know, with online shopping, you can buy from wherever you want in the world. You can look however you want. You know, it's just about making it your
1: so own, it's, I it's, think. Yeah. A couple of texts in here, Geraldine, actually from, from people. Uh, this listener says, um, I'm I'm the happiest I've ever been in my own skin right now. I'm 72 uh, despite being uh, just a little wrinkled, says this listener. Another th- texter, though, says, is Geraldine mad? Do you really want to be working in your 70s? <sighs> But you love working I though, Geraldine. I, That's, I
4: love, I yeah. love. But what, what, when I was thinking about after talking to researcher yesterday, and there, there's a couple of things that I did. I went back to college when I was 54. It was the best experience I ever did because I only had a primary education. And I went back and I did a course in equality studies. It was amazing. It was amazing three years that I spent in UCD. Absolutely amazing. And then I went on and did an advocacy course. And I've been doing adequacy work ever since. And um, the other thing I did was, computers never fazed me. Now I haven't a clue what the language is but I can use a computer. I've been using them since 1990. And the other thing was, I can drive. And I see so many people in their 70s now who didn't learn to drive, who are terrified of technology. So all the online stuff, they're not able to access it. And they're missing out so much, particularly when their families or their grandchildren go away and and it's so destroying, and like so many of my friends um like I've encouraged them, don't be afraid of us it. mm.
1: well it's funny it's funny you say that because I have a text in from a listener who says I was working as a nurse, and I'm due to retire in the next two to three years. I'd love to carry on working part time um for the public service or um sorry, due to the public service, I have to retire. I feel a lot of nurses and medical staff have to retire and it's a great loss of knowledge to the service. When we've so much to give, I think we should be able to carry on working while we're medically fit. Um, I'm unable, as we have got great knowledge, to pass on to our younger peers as this texter as well. Listen, thanks a million, Evie, uh, Maureen, Geraldine and Renee for getting in touch with us here on the programme today.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.